Hey, 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 my friends. And today we are back with another awesome episode of the Influencer Podcast. Today we are talking to the amazing Carly Pakulsnik. Now, I met Carly originally about four years ago when she became a student in one of my programs and we started following each other. And I really got to walk alongside her and, and more so witness her journey of growth. This podcast episode is for anyone who really wants to understand what this long game of building an influence looks like, what to really expect year after year based on how much work that you're putting into it. Carly started this a few years ago, but just last year and really the last half of 2020 was when she started to go all in on growing an online influence and really monetizing her content. One of the things that really pushed her there is that she lost her full-time job, and she goes into how that really helped her decide that she was ready, both emotionally and mentally, to make it happen. And she was able to make $90,000 in about six months once she went all in. So she's going to explain exactly how she did all of that. And if you're someone who maybe you just lost your job, or maybe you're wanting to to leave your job, but you don't really know how to make this happen for you after the fact, she's going to share a lot of good stuff today. So let's get started. Hello, and welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon, business coach and brand expert. I invite you to join millions of our other listeners in building a brand that is influential, loved by the masses, and worth millions. The Influencer Podcast is the only resource you need to start, grow, and scale the brand and business of your wildest dreams. Discover why people all over the world call The Influencer Podcast their go-to for all things branding, influence, and marketing. That's what you want to get your hands on, right? Hi, Carly. It's so good to have you with us today. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yes, well, I'm so excited to chat because I know that you have been a part of my community for a few years now. Um, I remember, gosh, connecting with you probably, was it three years ago, maybe, or four years ago when you joined Pitch It Perfect? I'm pretty sure it's been four. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of like in the beginning. So, which is really cool because you've probably seen like many like iterations of my own work, like my, with, with my Pitch It Perfect program and how it's grown, which is really cool. Absolutely. Yeah. It's crazy to see, I guess, to just think back of when I got it versus how it is now, especially too, because there's been updates on it and all of this. So it's been, you know, a crazy four years. (laughs) Yes. So I want to dive into the work that you do. I mean, obviously you're a content creator, but if you could share with our audience a little bit about um, what you do and kind of where you were when you first started four years ago, and then kind of what that looks like now. Yeah. So I am a full-time content creator and lifestyle influencer. I activate on platforms like Instagram. I also have uh, TikTok, YouTube, and I also run my own podcast and own a athleisure clothing line. And so when I first started or kind of like how I first came about, um, my background is in corporate. So I recently just graduated with my Bachelor of Commerce. I have a major in marketing and a minor in intellectual property law. And I also have seven years of corporate social media experience. So while I was still in school, I was working like graduate jobs just because I had gone out there and done all of my own research and knowledge to kind of put myself ahead of the game. But when I first bought Picture Perfect, I was running social media for the largest mall in North America. Um, I was in my second year of my university degree. 
And I actually dropped out of school, I think three months after I bought Picture Perfect because I was like, okay, I'm going to get this going. This is going to be fantastic. All of this. I went back to school. It was the best decision I'd ever made. But that was kind of my life before I became a full-time content creator. And then in May of 2019, I actually walked into my office and they were like, we're letting you go. And I was like, oh, okay. And that kind of is what propelled me to go full-time into being an influencer and a content creator and all of that. And I was able to use all the knowledge that I learned in Pitch It Perfect to sustain that to where I am now. Well, and I love that you were talking about the sustainability piece because I really do feel like, you know, in a lot of ways, just sometimes the universe will kind of do for us, God, however people want to say it, will do for us what we can't do for ourselves. And Mm -hmm. it was kind of, you know, hey, we're laying you off. And so it's like, what's really your choice at that point, you know? And when your livelihood depends on it, I think you really do start to go full force into like, well, what could this look like? You know, how, how can I create this? How can I build this out? What does this look like? So can you kind of share a little bit about, you know, how that transition was for you when you got, you know, quote unquote, the call that you were being laid off and you knew that you had to now go all in, or you really had this desire to go all in and and you now had this opportunity to do so. How did you start working differently? And how did you start thinking differently in order to make that profitable and, and make that a successful transition for yourself? Yeah. So I completely agree. I think that getting let go of my job was actually what I needed because I wasn't, I look back now and I'm like, I'm not really sure if I would have done that myself, if I'd have walked in and just left the job. However, when I got fired, it was kind of like sink or swim because it really was. And for me before that, I had been pitching and reaching out to brands and working with brands in like a pretty small scale. But I think because I was so comfortable in my job and my life, I wasn't, you know, pitching as many brands as I could have been or being as active as I could have been on my social media and stuff like that. However, once I lost my job, it was a completely different situation. For me, what I had to do was actually start actively pitching more and researching more and connecting with more people. This also meant being way more active in the Facebook group because the Facebook group is something that I absolutely love. Just reading what everybody has to say and sharing their resources and stuff like that. And obviously I've been in the Facebook group for a long time, so I've absorbed a lot of knowledge. But I think that in terms of how my, my thinking and my workflow kind of changed, it was almost instantly like I was like, okay, well, I have nothing else to work on. So I have to work on this. And so I started creating a lot of like spreadsheets and systems and routines that allowed me to get my pitches out. I think at this point I was pitching like 60 brands a week, which is crazy. And I would just had a good workflow going. And I was hungry also for what I wanted because I kind of knew that even though losing my job sucked on an emotional level, I knew that I wanted to be an influencer and I wanted to do this full time. So it was kind of lighting the fire for me to then continue with pitching and reaching out to people and absorbing all of this information that I could to make money and survive and turn it into, you know, what it is today for me. And I want to talk about what it is today for you in just a minute, but first I want to go back to something that you just said, because I think a lot of people can relate to this, this idea of like, you know, losing your job is really kind of what you needed 
to to make it happen. And I think for a lot of people, they they they're probably nodding their heads yes right now, thinking like, yeah, like that that is what would need to happen in order for me to actually do it too, because we have we have such this this like illusion of safety and this false sense of of safety that comes in with like our quote unquote nine to five, right? And so you also mentioned the Facebook group. So I would love for you to kind of talk about that, that this idea of, you know, how does community and really putting yourself in, you know, within a group of like-minded women help you overcome some of these false, you know, um, things that we can tell ourselves when it comes to blogging and content creation and monetizing and being an entrepreneur and like going full-time, going all in on the thing that you, that you really want to do. I think community is so important. And I've said this for probably my entire influencer journey. I'm a big proponent for community and teamwork and shared resources and all of that. And I think the Facebook group does a really good job of it because you have such a diverse community of people where they are with their journey. So when I joined, there were people who had already taken it full-time. And then there were people like me who were like, I'm just starting. And the Facebook group, I think, is really great because you get to watch these people. I'm sure this happened to other people as they watched my journey in the Facebook group, but you get to watch people go from, hey, I lost my job or, hey, I'm quitting my corporate job to, hey, I just signed this brand deal for XYZ amount of money, which is like more than my (laughs) job ever paid me type of thing. So I think the, the Facebook group is great because it's also a safe space to kind of share everything that you have learned or that you're struggling with and also be really honest because in the Facebook group, I see a lot of transparency about rates and contacts and actually like helpful information because I feel like we're all in such a safe space to just share within the Facebook group versus like doing it publicly on social media because I know a lot of people, you know, don't want to talk money or how much they're making or how much they're not making. Mm -hmm outside of a group like that. But the community in the Facebook group is awesome. Like I've learned so many things. I've been put onto so many good like apps and workflows and stuff like that through the Facebook group. So to answer your question, community is incredible. And I think it it is a really big part as to why I continued to push for being full-time over and over because I kept seeing it literally before my eyes, like people who had been in the Facebook group for longer than me or the same time or less than me doing their whole thing and living my dream. And I was like, okay, well, I'm up next eventually. I'll be able to post one of those posts. Yep. And I saw that transition happen for you this year, this past year in 2020, which made me so excited Mm -hmm. for you because I knew that it was kind of, and I always say like, I'm, I'm kind of, I've always been like the turtle in the race, even though it may feel like, you know, for some people it's like, yeah, it's an overnight success and it only took 10 years, you know, or whatever it is. (laughs) But I just, I love to see that because your consistency and your dedication and your willingness to keep showing up, to keep asking questions, to keep diving in more. Um, and then even, even those moments that you had, you know, the hard times that you would, I mean, you were talking about you pitching 60 brands a week, which I want to talk more about that because I think that that is so important. Um, a lot of times people only focus on the yeses that they get where, as you know, like in the program and in the group, I'm always touting, like you need to be focusing on the nose and this is why, and this is why it's important. Um, but I think that that's so important to, to really just kind of showcase that, 
you know, it's really about the consistency. It's not just about the overnight success, even though lots of people may have it, you know, or, you know, lots of people may be able to pitch a brand deal and like make a lot of money within a week, but really to have the long-term success to go full-time, to really build this out as an actual business and as an actual long-term thing that can sustain your life. um, You're a really great example of, of how that's been and how that's kind of evolved. And so I would love to know, you know, what are some of the challenges that have gotten, you know, that you've had to kind of overcome or or that have potentially gotten in your way, but you were able to, you know, really get to the other side of those challenges by showing up, being consistent and really learning everything that you've learned from working with brands? I think the biggest thing is something that probably everybody experiences is the, the fear of rejection, which is, you know, having brands that you like love and you adore and pitching them and them saying, no, like you don't have any that like you don't have enough followers. You are not like the style that we're looking for, or like we don't have a budget or anything like that. I think that is one of the biggest things that I think a lot of people probably struggle with is the fear of rejection. And that's something that I also struggled with for a little bit because it's scary to put yourself out there and to also like claim that you are worthy enough to make money from what you are doing because even though social media is like widely accepted now, there's still people there. Like there's still people to this day that are like, social media isn't a job. Like you don't make money from it. And I'm like, I literally like just moved into this apartment that I afford like on my own with social media. I don't know what you're talking about. And so I think the fear of rejection is such a big thing because nobody likes to be told no. (laughs) Everybody wants to be told yes. So that is something that I had to really learn to overcome. And I had to just realize that even though it was a no, every no that I got kind of put me further towards the yeses that I got because not only was I consistently just doing it, like it was just the consistent action of doing it, but also I was learning a lot by seeing what their response was and then maybe tweaking a little bit of things in my pitch or getting feedback from other people and I think they were really important for my character development and also helped me build kind of a tougher skin of when people said no to me, which also in turn allowed me to kind of understand my worth and my job's worth because on the flip side, when companies would come to me and try to lowball me on brand deals or how much they wanted to pay me for things like exclusivity or usage or anything like that, I would be like, actually, you know what? I'm good. Like if you don't have the budget to meet me here or the willingness, like I'm okay without that. So it, that was a big obstacle that I I got over was being okay with no, and also being okay with not taking every single opportunity because new and better ones were on the way. Mm, that's so important of just like really being mindful with like, where are you spending your time? What do you see as valuable? Um, you know, like how are, how are you really diving into that? And, um, actually it's like module one. We talk a lot about that with your branding and like really making sure that you know who you are and how you want to show up. And that way it helps you really refine, like who are these, these people and these brands and these companies that you do want to align with. Um, As creators, we often don't have a huge team to build our business, but that doesn't mean that we have to do it alone. Kajabi gives you all the tools that you need to build a profitable business. 
Kajabi is your all-in-one platform for digital products. Designed for creators to create, market, and sell their digital content, no matter your niche, Kajabi makes it easy to turn your skills, passions, and experiences into enriching online courses, exclusive membership sites, subscription podcasts, thriving communities, personalized coaching, and so much more. Now, there is a reason why Kajabi has been the go-to place for over a decade for so many creators. And you guys know how much I love data. You hear me talk about it all the time on this podcast, the importance of analytics. With Kajabi, you also get robust analytics, easy payment options, email marketing tools, and customizable website templates. With Kajabi, you also get robust analytics, easy payment options, email marketing tools, and customizable website templates, all built in. The best part? You don't need a huge audience to make sustainable income. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi making six and seven figures with less than 50,000 followers. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com influencer. That's kajabi.com slash influencer. Kajabi.com slash influencer and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $6 billion. Now we know that running a small business is no feat, but our friends at JustWorks are here to make it a whole lot easier for us. JustWorks software automates HR for both employees and admins. As a reliable and flexible platform, JustWork earns back time so you can focus on running your business with big confidence. Signing up is a breeze. In just 30 minutes, you can set up payroll that streamlines paying your team, saves time, and mitigates errors. And it's desktop and mobile friendly. Plus, you can get ready to pay yourself and your amazing team in as little as two business days. That is the kind of speed and efficiency that we need as small businesses. You can even integrate time tracking and benefits that support running your small business with ease. Don't miss your chance to get one month free by visiting justworks.com influencer. Secure the limited time offer and start letting JustWorks run your payroll so you don't have to. Start your free month now at justworks.com influencer. I would love to know when did it kind of start flowing for you? Meaning when did you start and, and even if you were still, you know, full-time at your other job, when did you start kind of doing this and thinking to yourself, okay, I'm starting to kind of get the hang of this. Things are starting to flow. I'm starting to make consistent money. This feels good. And I'm, and I'm starting to build from there. I mean, consi- like if I were to be like consistent money and income and all of that, I honestly probably wouldn't say it was until maybe April or May of last year, like mm-hmm. of 2020. Yep. Um, I, after I'd lost my job the first time I was in my last year of university and my mom was like on me and she was like, you should get a job just in case. I was like, all right. So I kind of reluctantly just got like a part-time job and lo and behold, in January of 2020, walked into the office, lost my job again. (laughs) And I was like, this really is, you know, the universe being like, Hey, this is not your path. And I was like, okay. So I listened to it. And, you know, those first like five, six months were not great, especially too, because we went into a pandemic (laughs) and uh, that was crazy. So I didn't really start having consistent income probably until like 
July of 2020. And what do you think changed or what do you think made that happen? I think that it was consistency on all of my platforms in terms of content, because I think that is a big thing that a lot of people struggle with is just putting content out consistently because it's a big undertaking. Like, I feel like a lot of people just think that we post one photo on Instagram and like, it's fantastic, but it's a huge undertaking, especially too, because I have like five different platforms to take care of on my own at the time. I have a team now, but on my own at the time, it was just me. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that having the consistency on all those platforms is really what helped me. For example, on TikTok, I went from like 4,000 followers to like 40,000 followers overnight. And then I went from like 40,000 to 100, like in a couple weeks. Now I'm almost at 300K. And I think that that growth really is for me being so consistent on that platform. And then same with Instagram was just me getting into the groove of showing up for my audience and building that kind of relationship. And then also on the business side, building up trust so that they can see, hey, this girl like actually does posts and she actually does put out content and she engages with her audience versus I post one photo every four weeks. (laughs) And then I expect to be making like $15,000 a month for my one photo every four weeks. And it just doesn't work like that. (laughs) So I think that the content consistency is really what helped me and put me in a better position that when brands started to approach me or say yes to more of my pitches, they kind of trusted me more that this is something that I was taking seriously. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. And I would love to know, what did you when you kind of started to dive into it and, you know, you got into the course, you met other um, students in the program, like you were talking about with the Facebook group, what did you find to be the most surprising thing about learning how to pitch and about actually doing it and really practicing what the course um, puts in place? I think it gave me a filter of really recognizing like what is a valuable brand partnership and what isn't. And I think that when you start earlier in the game, like you get those DMs and they're like, hey, we'll offer you 40% off of our product. Like you have to buy it still and pay to ship it. And there's people, I get DMs all the time from like my friends who will get these DMs and they'll be like, Carly, is this legit? And I'm like, it's, you know, that's not a good deal for you. Like that's not in your best interest. And I think when I first started, I didn't have that understanding. Like I just didn't understand how it worked. And So I think that that was really great and something that I learned from the Facebook group, but also to just like sharing resources has been an incredible thing from there, be it like the introduction of getting a mail tracker. So then I send all of my brand emails with mail trackers so I can see like if things have been opened or if they haven't. And then if I need to follow up or, you know, send it to a different contact or something is just like seeing that kind of stuff really just gave me more knowledge that I didn't even know that I was missing. I think that's the big thing about the Facebook group is that you don't know what you don't know until you see it. And so somebody would be like, oh yeah, I use this mail tracker or I use this thing to find emails. And I'm like, oh my God, I didn't even know those things like existed. I didn't even think to think of that. And so that has been awesome (laughs) to see and 
to get those resources. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's, it truly is like, there's so much valuable content. Like, I mean, obviously like in the course, I'm a huge believer of that, or I wouldn't be, you know, promising that to so many people every single day. But what I think is also just so incredible and surprising for a lot of people that come in there is they're like this Facebook community and the amount of like information that we have in here and how we curate that and cultivate that. And I mean, and you've been in it for a while now. So you've gotten, like you said earlier, you, you've gotten kind of just, you've got to be a part of it all. And you've gotten the whole Rolodex of just many different iterations and involvements of all of the various resources. But I tell people that all the time when people are like, you know, you know, when they're talking about the investment and I'm like, the investment's not just the course and getting, you know, the pitch templates, which are great, but like there is the Facebook group is truly invaluable. The amount of information, the amount of support that is in there. Absolutely. It is. I think that the Facebook group is honestly one of my favorite parts. Like it just, I feel like when you buy the course, it's it's great. You get the templates. You're like, yes, this is fantastic. But then you also have the, the piece of the Facebook group to like ask those questions that you think maybe are dumb questions, but you know, somebody's probably asked it before. And if they haven't, like you have the freedom to ask and the people in the Facebook group genuinely want you to succeed versus, you know, you spending like hours tirelessly Googling things just to like kind of get a, a half answer. Right. Ask the Facebook group because they, you know, there is a high chance that someone has been through exactly what you've been through. And then everybody's winning because you're not making the mistakes and you're getting to that new level. And it's great. That's so true. Looking back, because you've been a part of it for so long, what do you find to be the most valuable piece of just being a part of Pitch It Perfect and the community and just learning about the whole idea of pitching and the power, uh, the power of pitching and really knowing how to do it the right way? I think honestly, just pitching in general is a concept that, you know, now that I'm full-time, I have a lot of other friends who are also full-time content creators and the, the amount of people that don't pitch astounds me. And it's just like, I feel like it's because I've had the course for so long that it's kind of like ingrained in my business workflow. Like pitching brands is like a foundational pillar of my business because at the end of the day, like, you know, this is a Wayne Gretzky quote, but like you miss a hundred percent of the shots that you never take. Mm -hmm. And so if you're not taking shots, you're not winning anything. And so I learned that like very early on. And I think that even just like the concept of pitching and how to even do it is so valuable. And then having things like the templates helps you. It's kind of like a springboard because see how it all works. And then seeing too, like the email threads is fantastic because you can really see how real interactions are. It's like a peek behind the curtain of how business works. And I think that really sets you up in a fantastic way because there's so many people who to this day, like I have friends who have massive audiences to this day, do not know how to pitch, do not know how to reach out to a brand. We'll just sit there and wait for people to come to them. And it's so crazy because there's a lot of situations that I make more money than them because Mm -hmm. I am going out and I'm getting it. And it's crazy because like, these are my friends who have like million and up audiences. Right. And they just don't, they just don't know how to do it. Yeah. Just like the understanding of how to pitch and how to pitch yourself. It doesn't even have to be to brands. It can be to, you know, events and speaking events and all of that. Just like the value of pitching yourself is so valuable and something that I have really taken away from the course. And do you mind if we talk about numbers? Are you okay with that? Yeah. 
Okay, awesome. So I know that um, just in 2020, in the middle of a global pandemic, you made $90,000. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. Amazing. It's so close to six figures, $7,500 a month, which is amazing. And how many Instagram followers did you have like throughout last year? I think I started, well, before I kind of get into this, like I said, I didn't really start making consistent money until like June, July anyway. So I made $90,000 in like six months. So amazing. (laughs) So I'm just like, I talked about, I have a manager now and I talked to my manager about it. I'm like, dang, we should have pushed for that extra 10 K. Like that'd be so crazy to have like a six figure month, like literally less than a year after I lost my job. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, at the beginning of the year in 2020, I think I had probably, I think I had 75,000 followers on TikTok, which sounds like a lot and sounds like, oh, well, that's why you made money. But like, this is before TikTok, like was TikTok how it is now. Right. And brands were so hesitant to partner. Brands are still hesitant to partner on TikTok. So yeah. that audience like didn't really pull a lot of money for me until later in the year. But I think on Instagram, I had, I want to say maybe 11,000 followers, mm. maybe. Like, I think I was hovering somewhere around that mark. I had about 75,000 followers on TikTok. Um, I had the podcast. And then I think on YouTube, I think I had maybe like 4,000-ish subscribers on YouTube. So I wasn't like a super big account at the beginning of the year. Since I am all about habits and routines and goals for the new year, let's talk about healthy eating. Now, obviously, this is a hot topic for so many of us right now because I know that so many people are looking to revamp their eating habits in the new year. But I think so often we fall short because of a few things. One, it can be really time-consuming to cook fresh meals every day, especially as a parent. Two, it can be time-consuming and difficult to prepare and go to the grocery store and just have all the ingredients that we need for the week. And so if you're anything like me, what tends to happen is that we fall back on old habits of just ordering out all of our meals or snacking around meals or just grabbing whatever we find in the pantry and not really giving our bodies the nourishment that we need. But a really simple solution that I have found for the new year is HelloFresh. Whether you want to save money, eat better, or stress less, HelloFresh is here to help you do all three. Imagine having farm fresh ingredients and chef crafted recipes delivered to your doorstep, no grocery store chaos. Also, what I love about HelloFresh is that everything comes pre-portioned right to your doorstep, which is a huge perk for me because of the time savings, and there's less hassle and less wasted food. Another perk with me because with two small kids in the house, it is so easy for us to waste food. And that drives me crazy. And even if there are nights where you barely have any time to cook, what you can do is check out their lineup of 15 minute recipes, which are amazing. These are great for those nights when you're just trying to catch up on all the duties and you just need a healthy but quick option. I made a really good chicken dish the other night, and they also have some good vegan options. My husband is also gluten free. So they have something for everybody, regardless of what your dietary preferences may be. And this is huge for so many of us as I know. Now here is the big news. HelloFresh understands the breakfast game and how important getting protein first thing in the morning is. So HelloFresh is giving all subscribers 
free breakfast for life. Yes, you heard it right. A free breakfast item with every single delivery. I mean, who wouldn't want to wake up to that? We all know the importance of breakfast and getting that protein fix in the morning. And the fact that I just don't have to think about it just made HelloFresh a no-brainer for me this year. So that means you will enjoy a totally free breakfast item with every single HelloFresh delivery. So go to HelloFresh.com slash influencer free and use code influencer free for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while the subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at hellofresh.com slash influencer free with the code influencer free. Check it out and find out why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And 11,000 is a lot. You know, and and that for someone that only has 200 followers that may be listening, 11,000 is a lot. But you have to remember in the grand scheme of things, when, like Carly said earlier, there are people that have hundreds of thousands, if not millions of followers that are not making the kind of money that she's making at having less than 35,000 followers at this Mm -hmm. point. And I think that that's always the most surprising thing is that people think that you have to have a certain follower number or that, you know, they're like, well, Julie, I don't, I can't learn how to pitch and I can't pitch to brand yet because I only have X amount of followers. And it's like, no, you need to learn what you need to learn now. So it can actually help you build your following and build your brand cohesiveness. So then as you grow, you're going to be able to pitch and yeah, you may start learning, landing little deals here and there, but then those deals are going to grow bigger and bigger and bigger. I absolutely agree. And I think that that really is what allows me to have such business savvy, even when navigating deals now, because I took the time to just learn how it all works at a early stage of my career so that when the numbers started coming in, I was able to recognize what is and is not good for my brand or is and is not good in terms of deals or who I should and shouldn't work with. And all of that, because I literally did so much of the work before I had like a large audience to even navigate, or I had the amount of companies that reach out to me now to navigate. Because I think that if I didn't do the education beforehand, if I had a brand come to me, like during holiday, for example, which was a crazy time, if I had a brand come to me for holiday and had been like, hey, we want 10 posts from you and we want this and X, Y, Z, I probably would have undercharged myself so much because I didn't do any of the education to understand, you know, how to price myself, how to give like proper prices for usage and exclusivity and stuff like that. And I would have thought I was like, this is great. Like I'm making money, but like I probably would have ended up talking to some of my other friends and they would have been like, oh, like you did it for that much. Like you could have charged this. And then I'd be kicking myself versus I did so much of the education beforehand that I really know where I stand and I know what I bring to the table and I just know about the business. And I think that two brands kind of respect me more and people that I work with, especially like PR agents who work for the companies, I think they respect me more because they understand like I have a level of knowledge and I know how it works. I'm not just like a person with an audience. Oh, that's so good. Um, I would love to know for somebody who may be listening and they're just kind of on the fence, right? Like they're, you know, they have this idea they want to be pitching or maybe they've started, maybe they've been at it for a while. Maybe they've just kind of been like here and there a little bit, but they haven't quite gone all in because they have this idea that it's not the right time or they're not ready yet, or they need to do X, Y, and Z before they're going to be ready to go. What would you say to that person? 
I think that we all think that a perfect time is going to come and the perfect time never comes. So my biggest advice for that is to always start before you're ready. For me, I hadn't started before I was ready and the universe was sick of it. (laughs) They were like, no, like take away her job. She's ready. But I think that you just really do need to start before you're ready because you will never be ready. And I think this rings true to so many things in life, but also with pitching, because there's a lot of fear, you know, like you said earlier around, I don't have enough followers or my feed isn't this like crazy aesthetic feed in Bali or anything like that. But I think the biggest thing is to just start because by just starting, you're putting yourself miles ahead of the people who are still thinking about starting. Awesome. Thank you for that. And for just being such a great inspiration for those listening today. And just a really great reminder of what consistency and what starting before you're ready can lead to. Um, Before we wrap it up, I would love to know what does influence mean to you? Yeah. So influence to me means having a community that you can, how do I word this better? (laughs) Influence to me means having authority in a space where you can really make a difference. And that can be in so many different things. For me personally, it's in the body positive community, but that could be things, you know, we saw earlier this year for social change or initiatives or things like the body positive community. And I think that influence is the ability to elicit positive change. I love that. And then Carly, where can people find you to stalk you on Instagram, to reach out to you, to learn more about you? Yeah. So you can find me everywhere at your girl, Carly. So it's your girl, K-A-R-L-Y. And you can find me on Instagram, on TikTok. I have a blog, which is yourgirlcarly.com. I also have a podcast that you can check out and you can find me or I also have a athleisure clothing line, which is shopconfidenceclub.com. Awesome. Carly, thank you so much again for being here today and just sharing your story and being so honest and real about it. Um, I just think you're such a great reminder of what it looks like when you really do decide to put your passions where your purpose is and go all in and really make this thing a reality. So thank you for that. And for those listening today, as always, make sure to screenshot today's episode, tag me and Carly, hashtag the influencer podcast. Let us know what your biggest takeaway is. And if you're ready to take that leap and you want to learn more about Pitch It Perfect, just go over to pitchitperfect.net. There are a ton of you know, student success stories and videos and a ton of information on that page to really share anything that you need to learn more about this incredible opportunity that we have for you today. So thanks so much, Carly. I so appreciate it and I appreciate you. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. That is it for today. Now, are you ready to make more money and impact? If so, head over to juliesolomon.net slash accelerator to learn more about my coaching program and apply. All right. I'll see you again, same time, same place next week.